Hi, I'm Cheyenne. And I'm Kellyanne, and we are a mixture of the podcast. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. Yes, new week, new week. Mm-hmm. New week, new week. I was like staying out in this space for some reason. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Okay, this time I know I could be cordial and ask, how was your week? How was your previous week? Oh, my week was... Wow, you know when you, like, don't know what you did for the week? Yeah, uh, Um, I think it was good. I think I had a good week. It was relatively <laughs> good. Because, I no, like, I can't remember anything bad. You know, the bad was found out. So, if yeah. nothing come into mind, then it was a good week. <laughs> yeah, truly. Uh, my week was interesting. I feel... Like you said, if you if you don't think of anything bad, it should be a remotely good week. But I could think of many bad things. But still, all in all, my week was good. It was like hectic and all over the place. But I think I think I got good news this week. I believe so. That's good. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. Okay, so. We could definitely start the episode now after all that. If you want to mention somewhere, either on our Instagram, I don't think you could comment on our podcast, but somewhere on our Instagram, if you want to say how your week was going also, you could do that. Mm-hmm. So um, let's start the episode. This episode, we did mention it last week when we went over or when we did the review for Bad and Crazy. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it a lot in there because this topic was basically the main focus of the second half of Bad and Crazy. So, you know what? Look at us matching episodes. Oh my gosh, we good. Um, so we're going to be talking about gaslighting in this episode. Woo! That's not a very not a- <laughs> <laughs> It's a boo. But it's also it's it's also good to recognize the bad things because when you do, you could notice it. Mm-hmm. Like when somebody does this to you, you could like your mind will immediately like it probably wouldn't think about us, but it'll immediately think about like you already knowing about gaslighting and seeing the cues and the signs and so on and so forth and so forth. Mm-hmm. So that's why we talk about this stuff just to bring awareness to it so um we said this a lot when I saw the episode you know what you're getting in a bunch of information <laughs> but I will try to keep it as light-hearted as possible a lie you're gonna have a bunch of information but still I'm gonna try to keep it light-hearted and like sneak some jokes in there to break the mood and stuff like that so okay first up when you're doing anything you need to define it define mm-hmm. it sorry So what is gaslighting? Gaslighting is a form of manipulation that often occurs in abusive relationships. And we talk about that already. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a a covert type of emotional abuse where the bully or abuser misleads the target creating a false narrative and making them question their judgment and reality. So the term 
comes from a 1938 play by Patrick Hamilton, which was later developed into a film, a film, sorry, film, a film with the name Gaslight by Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. So I will talk about the origin later on, but just remember that, right? Mm -hmm. So how gaslighting works, or how does it work? It is a technique that undermines a person's perception of reality. When someone is gaslighting you, you may second guess yourself, your memory, recent events, and your perception. After communicating with, with the person gaslighting you, you may be left feeling dazed and wondering if there is something wrong with you. So we're going to be talking about some tactics a person gaslighting you might use. So if you observe this happening to you, you will observe it in like a com um, a, uh, a conversation. Oh, my, my brain thought of every C word. Um, <laughs> a conversation, you might observe it. Um, and I, I believe it's like very similar to, what we talked about last time, toxic relationships yeah. like when somebody's being toxic to you it's very similar um and so the people or like persons that are toxic usually check off marks for like other attributes and gaslighting is one of them yeah. so I'm we're gonna talk about tactics now okay so the first one lying to you hmm. um yeah you, you, <laughs> see first, you see the first tick lying so lying um, is a cornerstone of gaslighting behavior. People who engage in gaslighting are often habitual and pathological liars and frequently exhibit narcissistic tendencies. Oh, we're going to talk about that soon too. <laughs> um, it is typically for them to blatantly lie um, so, yeah, it's typical for them to blatantly lie and never back down or change their story, even when you call them out or provide proof of their deception. They may say something like, you're making things up that never happened and you're crazy, which is the three things to make me go mad. Mm. Um, discrediting you. This is another tactic. People who gaslight spread rumors and gossip about you to others. They may pretend to be worried about you while subliminally telling others that you seem emotionally unstable or crazy. Um, so yeah, that's that one. That's discrediting you. Um, and you can see why now I try not to use the word crazy a lot because it's just not, not a good word. Yes. Um, well, distracting you. When you ask someone who gaslights a question or call them out for something they did or said, they may change the subject by asking a question instead of responding to the issue, a.k.a deflect this happens to toxic people too mm -hmm. 
minimize your thoughts and feelings. So um, they might make statements like, calm down, you're overreacting, or why are you so sensitive? All of these statements minimize how you, how you're feeling or what you're thinking and communicating that you're wrong. When you deal with someone who never acknowledges your thoughts, feelings, or belief, you may begin to question them yourself. What more, you may never feel validated or understood, which can be extremely isolating, shaming, and difficult to cope with. So that's minimizing your thoughts and feelings. Shifting the blame. Blame shifting is another gaslighting tactic. Every discussion you have is somehow twisted to where you are to blame for something that occurred. Even when you try to discuss how the abuser's behavior makes you feel, they're able to twist the conversation so that you end up, so that you end up, what? Oh, so that so that they may claim that if only you behave differently. So they may twist the conversation to this narrative that you're the problem and you're the reason we end up here. So they might do something wrong, but they would shift the blame so that you are the problem. Denying wrongdoing. People who engage in bullying and emotional abuse are notorious for denying that they did anything wrong that's self-explanatory we don't need to get into it using compassionate words as a weapon oh this is the worst one sometimes when called out or questioned a person who gaslights will use kind and loving words to try to smooth over the situation they might say something like you know Put on the voice. You know how much I love you. I would never hurt you on purpose. Mm-hmm. I would never do anything to hurt you. Or like you know me, like we cool. Like I could never. Mm-hmm. Oh, These words may be what you want to hear, but they they fake. They fake. Yep. Especially if the same behavior is repeated, especially. And then the last one is rewriting history. A person who gaslights tend to retell stories in a way that are in their favor. For instance, if your partner shoves you against the wall and late, so that happened and all they resolve the situation or they move past and now all they're talking about the situation and they twist the story to make it seem that they didn't shove you or they didn't push you you stumble and fell against the wall you may begin to doubt your memory of what happened encouraging confusion or second guessing on your part so those are all tactics that somebody who is gaslighting you may use. So if you observe 
these tactics happening in your life just now i'm sorry to inform you that that person's probably gaslighting you huge I gaslight. probably. <laughs> probable i can't i can't say for sure but probably um okay and so now we're gonna further go into the signs so these are tactics that you can look out for but there are signs of gaslighting so signs of gaslighting um this is from verywellmind.com and they said the signs are you doubt your feelings and reality which makes sense because you're very confused at this point to like what is happening to you Mm-hmm. You question your judgment and perception. You feel vulnerable and insecure. You feel alone and powerless. You wonder if you are what they say you are, which is very sad. Mm-hmm. You are disappointed in yourself and who you have become. You feel confused. You worry that you are too sensitive. That one right there, that one right there. Uh, You spend a lot of time apologizing, which a lot of people do. You feel inadequate. You second guess yourself. You assume others are disappointed in you. That's the next one. You wonder what's wrong with you. You struggle to make decisions because you distrust yourself. Those are all these signs that you may have been gaslit. Yeah. Which is a lot. And also, I think they are very quite broad. So you might either need to like look for the tactics with someone near you or sit back and think about something. Because you, you could have been gaslit like in your teens and so forth and still be affected by it now and that could also like when we talked about toxic um, toxic relationships that could also be why you have certain people in your life it's a whole big thing Uh, but if you're not sure yourself you could always go and check out a therapist and ask them yeah get professionals (laughs) yeah because you know but (laughs) Okay, so why does it happen? Um, which is the number one question. I feel like someone that isn't a gas lit or gaslighted situation asks themselves, like, why is this happening to me? Why does it happen? And I would like to say first that it's sometimes never your fault. Not even sometimes, it's never your fault. Mm-hmm. Let me just be real. It's never your fault that something is happening to you, but I will explain like why does this happen so people often gaslight because being right allows them to validate themselves when gaslighters feel threatened they need they need you to believe and support their version of events in order to maintain to maintain their sense of power and control so that's that that right there met or like agrees with my point that is not necessarily you but the person Mm -hmm. that person needs power over everything in their life that person needs control that person needs to know that I said this happened so it happened yeah you can't tell me this didn't happen because I'm right and you're wrong 
which is so dumb. Because, like, why? Why you want to dictate my life? <laughs> okay, Um, and also, according to the domestic... Oh, sorry. According to the National Domestic Violence Hotline, gaslighting occurs because someone wants to gain power over over someone else it is a behavior someone learns by watching others an abusive person may feel that they are entitled to control other people or that their feelings or opinion matters the most which is also very disgusting (laughs) why um and i mentioned this one because i absolutely love that they say that um it is a behavior that someone learns because yeah. you know um a lot of people just discuss like whether or not people born evil or like and i know some people need to need to hear that so they'll feel better like you know, if you if you hear the statement that like this person was like evil since birth, yeah. you're like, oh okay, makes sense. Makes sense. It all makes sense, yeah. But nah, these people learn this by like observing it. Like they saw it, and it's like damn. Or they saw it, and there was they saw how like how well it works, and how like somebody that is. Like somebody that has power over a lot of things exert um like a certain amount of like confidence and and strength and so forth. And so like especially little children that are easily impressionable, they would observe that and be like, oh, I want that type of power. Mm-hmm. And this is where parents intervene and shut it down. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Especially sometimes the parents themselves are the people that show this attribute and it rub off on the kids anyways that's a whole other thing we will not discuss it now okay so i am going to go into another website that i saw that detail a lot of things that i want to talk about now the first thing they detailed is the origin so the phrase like i said before originated in a 1938 mystery thriller written by british playwright patrick hamilton called gas light right and it was made into a popular movie gaslight in 1944 right and so in the film which I found very interesting um a husband manipulated his trusting wife right Hmm. and they they mentioned one particular scene that I was like damn if I if I had to experience this I would get so mad so in one pivotal scene um the husband caused um, causes the gas lights in the house to flicker by turning them on in the attic of the house, right? So the wife asks, the wife asks um, her husband, hey, by chance, did you see the gas light flickering? And he insisted, he was doing it, sir, but he insisted it didn't happen. It never happened. He was like, that never happened. It all in your mind. Like, 
you're going crazy, you're seeing things. And it caused her to doubt herself so much. And then, you know, boom, bang, gaslight. You flicker the gaslight, the word, gaslighting. Boom, born out of nowhere. And I found that very interesting because, um, like, that's how, that's how things are born. I wish I could do that. Why can't I do that? What, create something? Yeah. <laughs> like, name something. Not something terrible, especially not something terrible like this. But it would be cool to, like, name something. Anyways, 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 that's a tangent. We ain't, we ain't going off on that. Um, Another thing that I really liked about this website is that they also mention or give reference to like what turns us into a gaslighter like we always talk about gaslighters are terrible people which they are mm-hmm. don't get me wax they are but I like it happens this happens so then how does it happen so they said that the techniques of gaslighting is a way to control the moment in the relationship, right? Which we discussed prior. So people aren't born gaslighters like they are born introverts and extroverts. A gaslighter is a student of social learning. They witness, they witness it they witness it happening, right? Feel the effects or stumble upon it and see that it is a potential tool. It's a cognitive strategy for self-regulation or co-regulation. To be frank, it works. So the manipulator may not even know he's doing any, anything um, of the sort. He may lack awareness and me just think he's expression expressing himself directly so sometimes like we can't we can't be nice <laughs> but sometimes somebody just genuinely don't know what they're doing they're just doing something that they observe somebody else in their life did or not even in their life because children and tv somebody else on like tv did and they were like oh this is cool i should do it mm-hmm. why not and then then and then and then they just didn't so um they also give mention to um how do you recognize that gaslighting is happening uh, i mentioned it already but i'll just go over it again Um, You ask yourself, am I too sensitive many times per day? You often feel confused and even crazy in a relationship. You're always apologizing. You can't understand why you aren't happier. You frequently make excuses for your partner's behavior. You know something is wrong, but you just don't know what. Um, you start lying to avoid put-downs and reality twists. You have trouble making simple decisions and you wonder if you're good enough. And then the last thing I want to mention here 
All right, the last thing I want to mention is some common phrases you might hear from your gaslighter. This is a good one. Write it down when you hear it. Be like, ooh, avoid this person. So you're so sensitive. You know that just because you know that just because you're so insecure. Stop acting crazy. Or you sound crazy. You know that, don't you? You're just paranoid. You just love trying to throw me off track. I was just joking. I was just joking is a big one. It's yep. a really big one because um, I saw somewhere on the internet, they were talking about it and it's just like, wow, that's really weird. It's like when somebody says something real crappy and then it was like, and then when you have a certain reaction, and you, when you have a certain reaction, they'll be like, oh, I was just joking, you know, ha ha ha, jokes. And then you had to sit back and be like, but this joke wasn't funny. It was not. <laughs> um, so I was just joking. You're making that up. It's no big deal, which is similar to I was just joking. You're imagining things. You're overreacting. <laughs> you're always so dramatic don't get so worked up that never happened it have a lot these people crappy that never happened you know you don't remember things clearly oh my gosh there's no pattern or you're seeing a pattern that is not there there you go again. You're so ungrateful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I no was at home. Even... <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> I was at home for me, but like we remember it because of bad and crazy. Yeah. I was an mm-hmm. evident one. Like, there you go again. Not um not being grateful. Like I saved you from your father and you're not grateful to us. But anyways, anyways, anyways. And the last one is nobody believes you, you're uh, nobody believes you. Why should I? Mm. Also, you're hysterical. So that was the last one. And so those are the those are some common phrases that somebody that is gaslighting you might use. So definitely try to look out for those. They say it a lot we've seen it happen like especially on tv referencing back to bad and crazy it has happened so i believe i'm ending off here now so we're going to be talking about what to do to get out of the situation or what to do if you're being gaslit um and i want to start off with you need to have self-confidence that's the first thing that's the the most important thing and why I say you need to have self-confidence you need to build your self-confidence because once you stay true or grounded to your truth like that's the most important thing like yeah so because especially because somebody who gaslights you tend to try to distort your reality or your truth 
you need to be sure that your truth is is your truth mm-hmm. like because somebody will easily be like that never happened or when did that happen or like it happened like this you just thought of it like that or like you already so forgetful like I'm telling you this happened this way you probably forgot nope you need to stay very true with yourself so first one the first one to do um uh, the first one is identify the problem um and with any problem that's the first thing you have to do identify it like um so the second one is to sort out the truth the truth sorry sort out the truth as the second one and like i said staying true to yourself staying grounded in your truth so this is true this is what the person said isn't true sort it out um the next one is figure out if you are in a power struggle with your partner uh the fourth one is engage in a mental exercise to encourage a mindset shift. The fifth one is give yourself permission to feel all your feelings. Um, and this is also very important because if they don't acknowledge your feelings, you will start to feel very weird. So give yourself permission to be like, it's okay to feel this way. Like I'm not overreacting this is normal mm-hmm. I'm not being too sensitive it's normal to me for me to feel this way oh which is so important because this happens a lot like not even somebody gaslighting you but it's normal for people to be like oh you shouldn't get on like that stop overreacting oh this happens no this happens so much when um this is another tangent but I have to mention it this happens so much when uh how, how do I explain you know like not everybody understands things or like not everybody expresses things in the same way I feel like that's much better so like say say something happening say okay say, say I'm graduating soon I'm graduating soon and I'm very excited about it right but you don't understand that because you really don't business about graduations because there are people like that there are people that's like really excited about their graduation and then there are people that not really excited about graduation and they'll be like it's just another day like it's just another stepping stone there are multiple things multiple things in your life ahead for you to do so it makes no sense to get excited about this one thing right yes and the person are really excited the person that isn't really excited will be like oh I feel like you're overreacting like this is not that important like that happens a lot because then the person that's really excited may like take two steps back and be like really why am I guessing on like this like this is just a but as unfair, the person are really excited. It's okay for them to be excited because it's something that they want to be excited about. Like, stay true with your feelings. Like, express your feelings. It's yours. It's yours. It belongs to you. No, it. Nobody really needs a business about it. It's yours. True. Like, anyways, that's a tangent, and I don't really <laughs> complete sense. But let's move on. Um, the sixth one is get yourself the okay to give something up. Um, which is also very valid seventh one is talk to your close friends 
um especially we talk about this in toxic relationships too people need to understand the the importance of like a close friend like somebody to talk to Mm. on outlets those things are very important um the eighth one is focus on your feelings instead of right and wrong next one is remember that you can't control anyone's opinion even if you're right this is very important i need to learn that (laughs) and then the tenth one is have compassion for yourself so yeah those are some ways to deal with gaslighting situations um um some other tips i have here because i have seven more seven more several more ways to deal with gaslighting um writing things down so write things down keep conversations simple um why they say to keep the conversation simple when you're dealing with somebody that's gaslighting you they tend to look for particular so if you write these long paragraphs of like words and a whole bunch of things expressing your feelings they would take you things out of that, keep it in their mind, and then throw it back in your face. Hmm. That's so dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So I might write this long paragraph uh, expressing my feelings and how upset I am. And then they will, one, minimize how I feel and be like, you need to calm down. You're overreacting. The situation wasn't that huge. And then then second they would be like say say we plan to go out and I'm like really mad at this person because they just like blow me off so they'll be like you need to come along it wasn't that serious like us going this place wasn't that important and then second they would be like but I never told you I would have gone with you I just mentioned that you should have gone it'll be stuff like that yeah um they also mentioned to be willing to leave the conversation and then another thing that I mentioned that I want to say here also is don't worry about trying to outsmart the gaslighter don't think about it like first begin it not worth it like it really isn't it's not <laughs> no um and then lastly I want to talk about how to respond so responding to gaslighting right mm-hmm. so when possible don't engage um, you could say cute things like, we remember things differently. Um, I hear you, so I heard you, um, but that isn't my experience. I'm stepping away from this conversation, which I'm probably going to use for the rest of my life. I'm stepping <laughs> away from this. Um, if you continue to speak to me in this way, I'm not engaging and I'm open to a discussion I'm I'm open. Oh, sorry. I'm open to discussing a solution with you. I'm not open to debating my feelings, which is like, don't don't come at me like that, please and thank you. Don't come at me like that. So that's gaslighting. It is a very serious thing, and it happens very easily in life. So you just need to look out for particular things and particular statements. And also remember, like we can't make it sound like a gaslighter is a terrible person. They are a person that probably needs 
therapy. Mm, yep. But they aren't a terrible person, like deep down. Sometimes some people do that subconsciously. And I can't exactly matter them that. But all in all, people protect yourself. Your mental self. Not physically sometimes. Well, you should protect yourself physically, of course. Like, we hope nobody gets in any dangerous situations. Especially because a lot of things could escalate very quickly. Um, but do, like, we always remember to protect ourselves physically. But remember to protect yourself mentally. So, yeah. Especially in this, like, pandemic, people don't interact physically anymore. Well, we're getting better now, but, like, we rarely interact physically, more mentally, and over the internet and stuff like that, etc. Cetera, et cetera. But anyways, that was the topic today. I don't have anything to break the mood. <laughs> like, I don't have any jokes. Dead. So, pop off, Cheyenne. Me? <laughs> um... Okay, <laughs> I mean, I don't have any jokes either, but, you know, like, everything I said is true, and like you mentioned a few times, we directly saw this in the show, Bad mm. and Crazy, and that's just a show, but this happens, you know, in everyday life, some people go through this every day, but, like, I don't know if I remember the friend, the partner, um, I think it's like very kind of, hmm, I don't know how to put it, like if you're living with a person like your partner, I think that's kind of hard to deal with. And the fact that someone may be going through that, it it is hard to like, wow, to comprehend that. Okay, every day they have to wake up and deal with this, you know, never ending argument and stuff because mm-hmm. like you said you know when people gaslight you it really makes you feel like what insignificant like you're like oh my gosh well, okay maybe something wrong with me I'm the problem yeah. and I think that also has a huge part to play with your mental health and how you view yourself as a person your self-worth you know all of that um so it really is it could be dangerous and um, I think to a point where I know people take it to the extra level and so they try not to get too close to people because of a bad experience they had in the past with gaslighting. Yeah. So they it's very hard for them to let people in. They have trust issues and, you know, just gaslighting leads to bad things. Uh-huh. Um, but... You know, if you know somebody like that and you feel like they do it subconscious, like they don't really, like maybe, how to put it, like they're not 100% mean, <laughs> like they're not a yeah. meanie, like they just do it on a regular, then, you know, you in a kind, nice way, you can talk to them about it, even recommend like, you know, trying to see if they could talk to someone to how to deal with that because it could be an issue when they have to interact with people um in the um, everyday life but yeah so i think everything you said kind of was like all right you compact all the information in this one <laughs> in this episode yeah. and i think it was like well understood and everybody learned something if you didn't know now you know mm-hmm. and um don't gaslight people don't do it <laughs> it's yeah. not nice it isn't it isn't like, I was just, oh, you know, I would think about, especially, like, the last scene 
of bad and crazy when he was like um tell me okay spoilers but like if you keeping up with our podcast then of course you're going to know but like when the therapist when they were in the um burning house and he was like tell me one one more time who saved you or like I'm giving you this opportunity to tell me thank you I was like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's really sad <laughs> yeah boy anyways that's it for the episode mm-hmm. i hope you learned something and i hope this is helpful because honestly that's honestly the reason we do some of these topics to be of help and also because we want to talk about it and i want to talk about this topic but we also <laughs> do it to be helpful so i hope it was helpful and i hope you have at least some tools to like deal with somebody that is gaslighting you or um the gaslighter i hope this is a figuratively a mirror to show you that you are doing something wrong especially if you aren't like if you're subconsciously doing it without any mind that this is what you're doing and this is harmful to the person that you're doing it to mm-hmm. so yeah we're done Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the end of the episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it and learned something as well. Um, if you want, you can do more research on your own and look yeah. more into it. And yeah, and spread positivity and be nice people. Don't be mean. Yeah. <laughs> so, with that being said, we will end it off. Thank you guys so much for listening again. Once again, I'm Cheyenne. And I'm Kellyanne, and we are a mixture of the podcast. Bye. Bye.